Greg Gats, baby. It's a great American trucking show. Live from Dallas, Texas, I'm Kyle Cunningham. I'm Tudor here at Gats with my partner in crime. It is Kyle Cunningham. You may know him from TV's The Night Shift. Kyle, That's how me. you doing, man? I'm doing, man. I, man, I, I'm doing so good. You know, when we were staying in the hotel last night, we were looking out the window over downtown Dallas, and you were reminiscing about how you drove past here six years ago. Yeah. Thinking of the dream of one day being able to rest your head on a pillow inside that building. How did it feel? It felt really good. To tell you the truth, man, the fact that we were able to come here to Gats, that's a that's a shining moment in my time at Freightways. I seem to say that more often than not. Yeah. Which is awesome. I'm glad you're here, man. Yeah, yeah. We've we, already seen some really exciting stuff. You got to drive a VR truck. Yeah, that was fun. And then, well, you beat me. I only got 51 points. That was J.B. Hunt, too. They always do an amazing job. They make everything fun and interactive, and it's that 360 experience that they bring to the table. I have never seen anything from J.B. Hunt outside of absolutely exceptional, right? Yeah. So before we get to the headlines, when we get to some of the great guests that are over here, what has been your impression so far of the event? I love how relaxed it is, and I also love being around truck drivers because it's such a community yeah it really is it's such a friendly thing that even if you're just walking by and you say hey how's it going what's up it's or, so much or, more casual it's so casual and i gotta say there's been such a wonderful reception to freight waves as a whole yeah for people to actually be able to get to interact with us in person and us to speak with them. It's been really incredible. Yeah, we've been like a mobile booth bringing that brand experience. Yeah. There's, there's been some news. We can't, we can't gloss over that. So let's get to that quick because we do have guests it. waiting. First, we got to pay the bills. Triumph Pay is the leading carrier payment platform in transportation. With over 50,000 carriers paid, Triumph Pay helps to drive capacity, efficiency, and cash flow for brokers and shippers. Visit TriumphPay.com to learn more. Let's talk about it. This is a place you know about. New York Terminal Conference is raising rates. Demerge and other fees will increase for customers at five port of New York and New Jersey terminals on October four on October first. Forced. That's not even a date. <laughs> the five marine terminals that are members of the New York Terminal Conference, Red Hook Container Terminal, GCT Bayon, GCT New York, Port New York and Turn Terminal, Container Terminal, and APM terminals. And I might tell you, I have like a little bit of a sinus infection. You can't hear it. Fighting that through happens. It though, buddy. Hey, speaking of freight, speaking of air, right? Yeah. You get in a plane. You're it does, man. Come out of there. Like, I know. You know. I got to drain my head of some fluid. Either way, though, they published on the website that these uh, these revised conference schedules going into effect October first. You know a little bit about this, so dive in here. I tell you, well, New York. I mean, yeah. There's only one thing going up in New York, and that's prices. Yeah. So I think being surprised no, by this there. was like I live off pizza though, because I'm a vegetarian. It was like, oh yeah, you could live pretty cheap there if you just ate at like. The, the Gino's famous pizza. Yeah, so you get a slice of pizza, and it's like $1,000 a square foot. Yeah. So you can actually, I mean, you know it would be a great idea? Not a square foot of pizza, though. No, no. no. <laughs> you could take a truck, you know, basically like the size of a trucking cab, right? Yeah. The size of a, a sleeper cab. Yeah. And you could do, like, little apartments inside New York City. Yeah. And then, you know, people could be able to live. And they, they'd know what it's like being a trucker that way, right? Well, yeah, I mean, the, up, the upgrade agreement is going to cost for $5 per day on October 1st. So the new schedule charges $170 per day for days 1 to 4, increasing to $220 per day, days 5 to 9, and that's 380 per day for the next 10 days. Uh, it just seems like everywhere inside of the industry, 
you have to produce so much more to be able to keep up yeah. with the fees that are coming. And it's not a surprise. I mean, it's really not. It, it, the, uh, so the upgraded agreement calling for those, it's, I mean, what do you do after 10 days? 380 bucks a day. How do you make money going through I, New York? I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know how, I don't know how you make money going through New York other than being just a shrewd businessman in terms of your negotiation ability. Yeah. Or to, you know, a lot of times for people that are just starting out in trekking, they'll take kind of the, you know, you're limited. So truckers and customs brokers are seeing red as the border time waits increase. Yeah, talk about traffic. Talk about wait times. Man. Time is money in trucking. 311 minutes, according to Freightway Sonar for El Paso. And the reason being is because all these customs officials are having to focus on a completely different crisis. Yeah. Outside of just doing their normal day job. So... You know, where are we at? Industry professionals said that the longer wait times are a combination of truckers spending more time waiting to load and unload freight at docks and intermodal facilities, as well as slower border inspection routines with agents. With the Mexican National Guard and the U.S. Customs Border Protection, trucks moving freight between Mexico and U.S. border at uh, Oda Mesa crossing have been waiting up to five hours. Sonar confirms that. The deal as well, if, I mean, think of how overworked all these people are. Yeah. It's it's a day it's a day one day at a time. That's all you can do. Well, Mirna Aguilar, she had a comment on this. She's the president of the San Diego Customs Border Protection Association. She said that carriers have been really rallying together because the lines have been one or two miles long, and it's really been that backed up. I couldn't imagine. Well, I've waited in some traffic jams in my time. Yeah. What I, do you do? How do you pass the time? Uh, just sit there. Just sit there. I mean, because you can't. I mean, you know, you're still driving. You can't just yeah. sit on your phone and you know pull up Netflix or something. You have no. to actually, you know, it, it might be where you pull the brakes, take yeah. a deep sigh, drink some water. Um, you know, if it gets bad enough, it's sometimes better just to say, "Hey, pull over and do it tomorrow." Well, Kyle, you know we've been talking about this freight recession a lot. We're going to get into it near the end of this in your on the radar yep. segment. You're going to talk about some good news, but here's some bad news: tightening credit standards. They're a worrying sign for the trucking industry, and the reason is the freight industry experienced continuous loosened credit standards over the last five years. So that's really helped boost that's, up a lot of these companies, everything. right? I mean, yeah. But the rising terms of an economic downturn are now causing lenders with the trucking industry to start tightening credit standards. In many ways, this could be a telltale sign of things to come, as receding volumes and falling per mile rates signify an economic storm that is due to make landfall over the freight sector. Freeway spoke with Robert Meiselhelf. He's the president at Smart Finance USA to understand the warning signals that could be spotted within the freight industry and how the tightening of credit standards could possibly be the start of a domino effect. Yeah, so he said this. We work with around 25 different sources that fund trucking purchases for owner-operators and small fleets. Our funding sources tell us that they are tightening credit standards now because they do not see the performance they are expecting out of their trucking portfolios. Extremely interesting. Small break. The yeah. fact that there's so much freight moving. And the outbound rejections are so low, that's really kind of alarming. This is the because the defaults are rising and delinquency rates are rising from the lender standpoint is not necessarily about economic forecasts, but about people not making their payments. Yeah. That's, I mean, are you out there running loads for extremely cheap rates and worrying about how to make a payment? I mean, that seems to be what they're really saying uh, in essence. It's, it's scary in the sense, but credit is... A fact of life in 2019. Well, last headline before we get to the guests, and this one goes back to Trump's tweet about the tariffs, right? He kind of had that random aside in there 
about fentanyl yes, coming from China. Terrible. So tell us about that. So the Treasury is now taking aim at the Chinese opioid exporters. The, the fact that they're actually you know Chinese opioids just free-flowing through the border is terrifying. But three ti- Chinese businessmen and their companies involved in the manufacturing and export of fentanyl have been designated violators of the Kingpin Act, making good on its promise to crack down on suppliers of deadly opioids. The Trump administration on August 21st took steps to designate these guys as violators of the Foreign Narcotics Kingpin Designation Act. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they're asking for it, Kyle. And when I hear something like the Kingpin Act, I expect, like, like the villain from Spider-Man, you know, like, big cigar in his mouth, big square-shaped, big well, square-shaped man. <laughs> I mean, like, fentanyl is terrifying, dude. It's like one little grain is enough to take you out. So. Well, this guy, this Zhang Drug Trafficking Organization, they mm-hmm. were they were kind of bragging. They were touting their ability to create custom-ordered drugs and avoid detection with customs and law enforcement officials when shipping the drugs through Express and U.S. Postal Service. So... Not the kind of thing you want to brag about when you're doing something illegal, right? You no, don't want to like wave that flag. They probably took flag. their payment in Bitcoin, if I had to guess. They probably did. I guess like the Silk Road. Yeah. Which is a there's a really interesting documentary on how that escalated from what it was into what it became. Oh yeah, that guy he's in prison forever now. We have a lot of great guests here. Let's let's talk. To yeah, him. let's take five good minutes with a bunch of different guests that we ran into so far. Our first one is coming over right now. Come on over. Come talk to us. All right, have a seat. There's your yeah. mic. Thanks. Introduce yourself to us. We met you when we were walking the floor, and we thought you had a very interesting project, but I think it was your t-shirts that called me over at first. Yeah. <laughs> we have great t-shirts. So I'm Susan Dold, yeah. and we, um, I'm with Truckers Against Trafficking. Sure. And what we do is educate, equip, and Come up to the mic just a little bit. We want to hear your okay. beautiful yeah. voice. Right. So sorry. So we educate, equip, empower, and mobilize members of the trucking industry sure. to combat human trafficking as part of their everyday jobs. Wow. Excellent. And, and so what's your background personally? Were you in trucking, or were you in the kind of humanitarian side? Uh, can you give us a little bit of your background? Yeah, so trucking is definitely not my background. I'm learning a lot about the trucking industry, which is great. Um, But certainly my background is just from the humanitarian side. So just over the last 10 years or so, just becoming more aware of trafficking, what it is, what it looks like. And then, of course, realizing, oh, my word, it's happening here in the United States. And how can I help with that? Well, they have like the the museum of the macabre there. You have like the the museum we went to in a trailer and it was showing various garb that women had wear had worn and things to look out for like dog tags mm-hmm. and prison it shorts was, that a pregnant woman wore heavy. we left pretty quick not because of the con i mean i guess because of the content because it was sort of it was a bit sad it yeah. is overwhelming for yeah. sure yeah. sad is a great um descriptor of that you know it's um it's it's a tough topic yeah um a topic for sure that's not you know, happy, but it's necessary. Yeah. And so we love to bring the trailer to really just uh, make people aware of what's happening, right? Yeah. Why we do what we do is because trafficking has, trafficking has existed forever, for yeah. a long time. And we say there are more slaves today than at any time in history, wow. even during the 400 years of the transatlantic slave drive, because, um, you know, people are trafficked, both labor trafficking and sex trafficking throughout the world. Yeah. Can you define that? Because the term is a little bit, I think people always think that like trafficking is this international thing. You're throwing a woman in a shipping container with a litter box and a jug of milk and mm-hmm. And it's that, but it's really a very domestic problem, right? And it doesn't always involve immigrants or anything like that. It's, it, it just involves people at risk. Yes, for sure. So a lot of times people confuse smuggling 
with trafficking. Yeah. And we do know that those are two different things, right? So smuggling involves a border and movement. Yeah. Uh, trafficking does not necessarily involve movement. We talk mm -hmm. a lot about movement when we talk about trafficking, but it does not have to involve movement. Sometimes, you know, we've talked to survivors who have been trafficked out of their own house. Yeah. Right? No movement. Their right. parents trafficked them. Um, People paid them to have sex with their kids. It's just that is horrendous wow. and terrifying. The That's worst terrible. of humanity, and you guys are fighting mm -hmm. it. So, tell well, the, the big story, right? Is is Jeffrey Epstein? You know, everyone's oh, heard gosh. about that and that, that horrible story that's gone on there. But it, and then, but that almost makes it seem like, oh, it's this sort of billionaire problem, but it's mm -hmm. something that defies all income levels. It sure does. We know that trafficking knows no racial or socioeconomic bounds. Uh, for sure. You know, high-profile cases have come about Epstein, and, um, you know, I'm not a football fan, but that football coach that was... Um, oh, right. oh, yeah, in Penn State, sure. Yeah, yeah. traffic, you know, uh, with the massage parlors. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but it happens in every socioeconomic um, status, for sure. How can people learn more about your organization? Yeah, yeah so, of course, uh, truckersagainsttrafficking.org. You can learn. We have a ton of training materials on there, resources. You know, we love uh, people to talk about it just in their sphere of influence. Uh, but, of course, we're here for the trucking industry, so we want the truckers to just notice signs of sex trafficking as part of their everyday jobs and then call the National Human Trafficking Hotline number, 888-3737-888, if they suspect trafficking. It's not like calling 911, yeah. right? They can just call, have a conversation with somebody who's trained on the other end to s ask questions and assess the situation and decide, you know, does someone need to come out immediately because they can have uh, police come out immediately yeah. or just kind of take note what's happening where. Yep. And um, we do talk, of course, with the National Human Trafficking Hotline number. They keep stats for us, but we also work with law enforcement and we'll connect the two of them um, in areas where trafficking might be happening a lot. Nice. And oh. before you go, I guess, real quick, what are those three signs that they should look out for? Yeah. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of signs. Not yeah. Three well, what are three big ones? But three big ones would be, you know, you've got a young girl okay. with an older man. That's for sure signs. Uh, anytime you have um, a minor involved in a domestic sex or sex trafficking situation, it's automatically a crime. And so you right. absolutely have to call the National Human Trafficking Hotline if there's a minor involved. Yeah. Um, and, of course, you know, there's signs of, of abuse. Yeah. Signs of tattoos. We know that pimps uh, give their victims tattoos of either, you know, dollar signs or something that says daddy's girl or something, wow. right, it, which is horrible. And then they have it for the rest of their life. Yeah. Right. And, um, yeah, so those are good signs. If, you know, for sure for truckers, if you're at a truck stop, there might be an RV parked. Yep. Why is an RV in a truck stop? Shouldn't be there. Yeah. Right. Just really connecting these things. Heavy well, stuff. Yeah. Thanks so much for, for sure. coming by and thanks for doing what you're doing. And download the app. If you see something, say something. Yes. You know, protect yeah. protect the the victims or the 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 yes, less empowered. Yes, we need empowered. to turn this conversation around. And these are not criminals. These right. women and girls. Absolutely. Boys and men too get trafficked, yeah. but mostly here domestically, it's women and girls, and they are victims, not criminals. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank today. you so oh, thanks much for having me. I so appreciate it. Excellent. Have a great show. All right, who's next? We have next contestant crazy. on The Price is Right. Who is next in line? We got another five good men. All right. Hey, man. It's hey, Gilbert Aspathia. Gilbert Aspathia. You were on the radio show. Serious XM show. <laughs> can you come up to the microphone, please? Sure. We, 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 you share your voice with the world. Yeah. I can come do here. that. Yes. Come on. Yeah, get, <laughs> get up close to there and... and Tell the world your We're going to set the record straight on something because okay. on Sirius XM, you came up to me and you had a grievance. You said, John Kingston said that my technology was simple and you're getting nonsense for it. And I want to let you clear the air because I didn't say that. I don't think your technology is simple. So what? what was, tell us about your technology. Well, first of all, I didn't say John Kingston. I just said... <laughs> 
Someone said somebody. It. And I mean, I caught just a ton of grief yeah. from people. So, well, here know, we'll I'm, do it right by you. We'll, yeah, we'll give it. Give me a rundown. I'll clear the air. I mean, I love okay. you guys. I still love you guys. There's Excellent. No doubt about That's it. good to know. So, you know, I'm not gonna like unfollow you or anything because <laughs> no. of it. So, oh man. So, so what is driver sync first? So here's here's the long and short of it. Driver sync is really a digital driver retention solution. Yeah. It is 21st century technology solving what goes back to like the 20th century, driver turnover, driver retention. Right. So at the gist of it, it's all about engagement. You know, we want to be engaged as human beings. Drivers want to be engaged as human beings. They're the most important people, or let me qualify that. If they're not, they should be the most important people of yeah. any carrier, and they need to fill that. So we deal with ELDs. We deal with demanding shippers. We deal with congestion. Everything in a trucker's life is really challenging and difficult. That's, Wouldn't yeah. you guys agree? I'm I was he a was a trucker. I, yeah. I'm going to shake your hand. All yeah. right. I mean, yeah, I actually, I, we were talking about it earlier. I, I started driving out of Dallas, and it is, it's a difficult life. But, you know, it's, it, because of the difficulty, there's always a reward in difficulty. Oh, and, absolutely. You know, and, and the drivers that are able to push past that quick turnover or push past that you know, you've got to go a little bit harder. I like it, you know, and that's the thing about freight waves is that I compare it so often to the concept of the sports industry and the idea of we're looking at people that push themselves. There's a lot of, um, you know, congruence between a, a truck driver and an athlete because as a driver, when it gets tough, you have to keep pushing. You Absolutely. can't stop, you know? So it, it's a, ch I mean, let's, we all agree it's a challenging lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. There's, I mean, I have nothing but respect and appreciation for drivers. I come from a trucking family, so I get it. So the other side of it is the industry is crippled with 100% turnover, recruiting costs that are going through the roof. You know, you hear about 30, 40,000. I, I don't even know how people say it. $40,000 recruiting. Oh my, Kyle, did you last a full year? So were you part of that 100%? Did you yeah, switch so, companies within a year? Uh, it was after a year. Okay. And, and the reason being is because of a really gracious bonus from US Express. So I came out with US Express. There's team team bonuses, uh, mileage bonuses. I mean, the gamification of it, mm -hmm. Like I think that really drives... I mean, hey, it all comes down to the dollar. If I end up, you know, making more, if I, you know, if I'm about to quit three months... And I know if I hang on this three months, I'm going to get you know a couple thousand bucks. Absolutely, that's yeah. going to keep me from stopping. So, in terms of the recruiting expenses on the front end, could possibly be shifted towards a retention mm -hmm. towards that end. So, there's a lot of different avenues. The ROI is in retention. I mean, yeah. let's face it, recruiting is nothing but a cost center. So, our our strategy is for drivers unlike you. It's that. Mm -hmm. Really, kind of the churn, the tactical drive. Well, it's really competitive, and no joke. If I mean, if I was making fifty-five cents a mile, and someone called me and said, "I'll do 62 I'd probably pack the truck. Exactly. I mean, so that's what it comes. And not every. It's not a race to the bottom. At the same time, it's not a race to the top. It is. It is down to the idea: Do they get me home? Mm -hmm. Do they take care of me when I call? Do I have to wait for fifteen minutes? You know. And that's and that's where driver sync comes in. We're oh, we're, di we're digital, so driver okay. sync. That scenario right there, you have to call in, you have to wait on hold, you're probably fourth or fifth in the queue. Mm -hmm. Our application allows you, when you're in a retention issue or you need something solved, you go on the app. It's super simple. There's, It's hard-coded with predetermined uh, issues, and then you can freeform it. Yeah. Send it to your fleet manager. If you're in a retention issue, they get it. It's a 24-7. It's wired for 24-7. 
it's all about immediacy. How do you engage someone immediacy and immediate? There's a timeline for resolution, getting things fixed. The driver gets a push, kind of like your Amazon. Right. You get a push notification knowing what is going on throughout the retention solution. That's if, huge. If the fleet manager, here's the kicker. If the fleet manager yeah. does not engage you in 30 minutes, there's an escalation email that goes out to management saying, hey, this driver's in a retention Okay, issue. this does not sound like simple technology no. to me. No, it doesn't. Okay. Is, this is this an API-driven mm -hmm. deal? This is a Absolutely. big backend driven by APIs. So. <laughs> I'm glad you cleared this up, Gilbert. So, we are running out of time. We, we have a ton of guests to come I to. I appreciate but it. But how do, how do they reach out to you? How do they find out more about DriverSync? They can go to www.driver-sync.com. 817-807-3404 is the phone number. We answer the phone 24-7. There you go. Thank Gilbert. you very much, hey guys, Gilbert. Thanks, bud. Thank you. I'm glad we cleared that up. All right. And I think, yeah, let's yeah, bring it on over. Oh, is this, is this Transfix coming over now? All right. I've been waiting here. Hey, good to see you. It's great to see you as well. Five, count of five. Five good minutes. Love that bumper. Welcome. Hi. Hi. <laughs> What's your name? I'm Nicole Paglia. And Hi, I'm here Nicole. from Transfix. Yes. Cool. Tell us a little about Transfix, people not familiar. Yeah, so Transfix is the uh, leading digital freight marketplace, and yeah. we help to connect shippers with carriers uh, across the country. And most importantly, we use technology to make that entire process dramatically more efficient. Cool. Sure. And how does yeah. technology do that? Yeah, so I think it's it's all in the matching process. So we're able to know through our technology where drivers are and help them to, uh, we help to give them then the right loads and the loads that they want. That's awesome. Yeah. And so how long has Transfix been around? What did you got, when, when did you start and kind of where are you guys based out as well? Yeah, so we're based out of New York okay. and Transfix is uh, just about six years old. Yeah. Um, I'm new to Transfix. I joined about three months ago. Um, All right. Awesome. And it's been ah. fascinating. To, <laughs> trial by fire. Exactly. Yeah. Trial by fire. Um, <laughs> trial by Calvell. Fascinating industry. <laughs> so were you in trucking previous? No, so I actually worked at, at Square and helped oh, to build cool. small okay. business tools. Right on. Nice. Um, so I think that's what really got me interested in trucking. The you know what? I, I love hearing that, though. Yeah. I love hearing that so many diverse backgrounds are coming together in logistics. And it's not just second, third generation. It's not yep. just former truckers right. or current truckers. It's not just former brokers like myself. You're seeing people from all different walks of life taking the interest in this field. And that says a lot about the health of the business. Yeah, well, and so just to give you an idea... We use Freightway Sonar to kind of benchmark against where the current outbound volumes are. Today, the outbound volumes are around 5% higher than they were March 1st, 2018. So the market itself is very healthy. You know, there's freight moving. Have you guys seen the same thing happening? Or have you heard anything like that happening as well in, in terms of the market itself? Are you hearing good things or are you hearing bad things? I think we're hearing uh, good things about the market, and we're always looking for new tools to help both our shippers and our carriers grow their businesses. Gotcha. So. Right on. Cool. Um, and I think one exciting thing that we just launched to help do that even more is our yeah. factoring program this morning. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We had that story on Freightways. I think that was uh, Mr. John Paul Hampstead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's the truck original who uh, wrote that? Yeah, tell yeah. us on that real quick. Um, shoot it out there. It's brand new news. Break it right here on What the Truck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so with factoring, uh, we're helping carriers to get paid up front, and yeah. we're able to offer them just a really great rate, 0.99% uh, on loads with us. So that that's kind of really a fancy good. term yeah. for payments, right? If people aren't familiar with what factoring means, that's it, it's payment, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so a lot of carriers without factoring have to wait uh, 30, 60, or maybe even 90, 90 days, days yeah. uh, which is crazy because they still have to pay to their wait bills. For yeah. you know to put diesel in the tank for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So what we're trying to make that process easier for them so that they can manage their cash flow and grow their business. Before, awesome. you, before you leave us, what do you hope to get out of Gats? 
I just am happy to be here and, and meet truck drivers yeah. and, and learn more about their job and the tools that they use and how we can help them. Nicole, thanks so yeah. much for stopping by. Great answer. Thank you. Yeah, we'll Thank see you, you next time, okay? All right, bring him on over. Matbox. Oh, it's, oh, okay. All right, good. I'm, I'm such a Matbox fan. Matbox. What's up? How's it going? It's Kevin Crowley. Mr. Crowley. Kyle. Nice to meet you. Dooner, nice to meet you. Yeah. Tell us about it, man. What's Matbox do? Uh, Mapbox is a live location platform. Okay. We provide open source APIs and SDKs for companies like Transfix. Yeah, yeah. Like, like FreightWaves. Uh, so we like use Mapbox instead of Sonar. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Awesome. It drives, uh, you know, looking at data on a graph or a chart or in a market table, that's one thing. But being able to look on a map and be able to see which markets have a flow of volume leaving and then a flow of empty trucks coming inbound gives you the... So we couldn't do it without you guys. Really appreciate it. Awesome. Well, yeah. that's great to hear. I mean, there's no better thing to hear than coming directly from you yeah. know, someone that's using our tools. Absolutely. So you have intimate familiarity with it, but people listening may not. So how yeah. does it like? What does it integrate with Sonar? What does it look like? What are people doing with the tool? Yeah. So when you you can, I mean, it's it's insane. You can visualize Canadian data. You can visualize U.S. states. We have 135 key market areas for three digit zip codes. Yeah. That we can break down. I personally like to start with our head haul index. Basically, we take the outbound volume of a market and we subtract the inbound freight volume. That's going to give you a perception of saying, is there a lot of optionality for truckers and carriers, or is there a lot of optionality for brokers in terms of empty trucks to put freight on? And so being able to break this down and quickly visualize it in less than 30 seconds, you can see your position. That's the direct implication. And then we also have um, live traffic, and we have uh, the ability to see current road conditions. And yeah, it's just a beautiful platform all around to be able to take that data and put it in something that's easy to start with because yeah. graphs and charts can be a little bit complicated Abstract. and a little bit intimidating so having a map is a really great solution yeah i think what you're what you're touching on is like you know especially with mandates with with elds right is like these companies now have access to a tremendous amount of data and there's you know being able to take that and do something with it mm -hmm. and actually turn it into a story yeah uh, and be able to take action on it really is is what we're enabling so with, cool uh, there's so much there was so much resistance at first to ELD data and but it always seemed to me like this was a great boon in a couple of ways for the industry one whenever you reduce capacity rates go up so it's it's good especially for drivers right, right? but also there's so much valuable data that truckers were not, and trucking companies, carriers were not capturing before in terms of wait times, things like that, and in terms of this mapping data that you're mentioning. Have they come around? Have you noticed that carriers are being more receptive to ELDs and they're not swimming against the current anymore and they realize the benefit that they could be? Yeah, you know, I don't really have a lot of insight into the, like, specific ELD market. Yeah. Um, you know, we work with companies that are tapping into that data yeah. and turning that into, uh, you know, different actionable insights, such as Transfix. Uh, Optum as well, who's I think going to be talking to me. Yeah, they're coming around soon. Bit. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm more focused on, on that side. Wow. Cool. Gats is so much more freight tech than I bet it was 60 years ago when you drove I by. I can't in imagine. That truck. I mean, well, even think, you know, Gats 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, now oh, well, I mean, yeah. we have seen, I mean, uh, the, the fact that a company like MacBoss is here with such a huge presence and attracting so much attention really says a lot to where the concept of. Do you guys do a lot of geofencing, geolocating? Do you have kind of a if, the, if if I'm a junior developer, how do I get involved with you guys? Yeah, I mean, you can go onto Mapbox.com and access our documentation and start well, playing with our so there's open an open tools like SDK today. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, it's all, oh, yeah. All so open cool. Source, awesome so you can start building right now with a name like Crowley. You got to hit the cowbell, sir. Got to do it. No, really? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Ring really. that bell, yes, man. Yes, really.
This one's for Matt Box. Like, like Will Ferrell style? Or, or yeah. yeah, or Black Sabbath style. Ozzy style. He's going right He's after it. I like it. it. I dig it, man. Kevin, thanks <laughs> for stopping by. You, for you really came out of your shell there. I yeah. guys. Nice to meet you. All right, man. Hey, we'll talk next? to you soon. Who's coming up next? Oh, here All right. comes another gentleman. Optum's coming by. And then we've got Traffics. Here comes next this man. on deck. And this What's man, up, dude? This uh, guy, the best reception yet. He knows so far. how to get on the air because I he mean, came right up to yeah. us and was like, come I on know in. Who you guys bring it, are. bring it in, bring it in. I was like, well, if you are a listener, Andrew, you got to come on the show. Guy yeah. To you guys got to share a mic, though. Yes. Yes. You guys are all wearing like name tags, too. You got to rep your brand, man. You got to be proud of it. You guys got a really cool deal going on. Give us a rundown. Quick 30 second deal. Okay. Quick 30 second. Let's give you the mic. Right hey, there. Yeah, there you go. Beautiful. Now you sound great. Now, now my face yes. radio is on. Yes. And Optum has been in the logistics space for 19 years. Okay. We serve the well, airline Your face radio is being blocked, though, so I'm going to pull this here just a little. There you go. There we go. Now we go. Now the world can see you. 19 years in logistics. We serve the airline industry, the rail industry. We're moving into the freight industry here gotcha. in the past few years. We've got two offerings here at Gats, Axle by Optum and Route Max by Optum. And I have Ragu. Magoo, he's got the sauce. What's hey, up, man? Yeah. Good, <laughs> Lean in, brother. He's yeah, if you want to join us, you're gonna have to get pretty close. I'm sorry, we only have we only have this extra mic with us today. Absolutely. You might even have to sit on his lap. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is good. So where are y'all based out of? You're out of Gainesville, Florida. That's right. Right on. That's uh-huh. that's where my dad was born. My okay. grandfather is actually an athletic trainer at UF. So I have a soft oh. spot in my heart for Gainesville. It's a cool place. Awesome. What kind of train does it do? Yeah. So, Trains well, anybody? Yeah, it was it was a long it was nineteen sixties. Oh, okay. It was a long time ago. Oh, like really short, short running kind of thing. Oh yeah, just jumping over hurdles. So, general. Do you guys happen, <laughs> do you tap into a lot of talent from UF? Oh yes, absolutely. So the company was actually started by one of the professors in the industrial and systems engineering awesome. department at the UF. He was an emeritus prof, Dr. Ahuja. He's very well known in the academia space. He found that there's a big gap between where academia is where industries and mm-hmm. he started this company to bridge that gap. And he's bringing all his research knowledge into the industry. That's so cool. How, how many employees do you guys? How big? Around 250 plus now wow, across right the on. globe. Yeah. So we have two offices, one in Dallas, and we're headquartered in Gainesville. Yeah. There's an office in Perth focusing on our mining operations. And then there's a, a Western Europe and an India office as well. Perth, Australia. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Cool. Getting bigger. Cool. Leon's getting larger. Man, that is so cool. Yeah. And uh, our Dallas office focuses on our airline operations. Southwest is uh, one of our bigger clients, and we are we are now expanding in the freight industry as well. Um, so, what uh, do you hope to accomplish with your expansion? Uh, with expansion, we we want to make sure that uh, our our brand expands and we become a household name, mm-hmm. and we become want to become the Google of transportation. That's oh wow! A pretty, I, That's, like that I like goal, that. Man. <laughs> reach as high as you can, right? Yeah. Don't reach for the moon. Reach for uh, the Milky Way. I would say right? so, yeah. or even beyond. I don't know. So, what are you looking hole. to get out of gas, yeah, Andrew? What are you? What, yeah, what yeah. are you here for? What's got this you excited? This is really interesting. So, we're very startup feel on the Axle team, and we're in a closed beta program right now. We're looking for two more beta clients to galvanize our software and our offering. So yeah. that we can release it to the public in Q1 of next year. Nice. Release the Kraken. Uh, subsequently, uh, Route Max is a real deal thing right now. So they're tailored for the LTL. Mm-hmm. And Ragu, yeah, if you I can speak more to that. Please. Speak a little bit yeah. more quickly. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, I'm associate editor of product at uh, Optum, and I lead the product uh, for uh, Route Max, which is our P&D pickup and delivery optimization product for the LTL industry. It's already live in production for a national carrier, um, used in 160 um, service centers across the country. 35,000 shipments every day. So what wow. it does so, is... What's that number again? How many? 35,000 shipments wow. every day. Right wow. on. We do the route planning for them. And the planners sitting at each of these service centers use this real-time system every night to plan uh, routes for all these drivers. So more stops, less miles 
is up. You got uh, some, some machine learning AI stuff going on Absolutely. in there? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. over the place. Yeah. And uh, we're looking to expand our, uh, our, our reach into more companies. We're doing pilots with other national carriers. Yeah. And uh, we're just getting started. So how do they get on the beta? So axel.com. And there's a nice sign-up form for Axel. Yeah. And you can just hit us right up. I'm the senior UX designer on the product. Nice. This is really nice. We're not salespeople here. So we're no. a very, no, very startup-driven uh, team, product-focused. And, yes, two more spots available. Axel is for the FTL industry for the 5 to 100 truck space. That's what we think our sweet spot's in right now. It's tour planning. We have a feature to work load boards and run that through our algorithm-based system and help you get more assistive and intelligent decisions and we have back office management we we're trying to do a one-stop shop for the small to mid-sized carriers that's nice. awesome hey and to go to, to know more about routemax yeah. go to www.routemax.com www.routemax.com play us out man play us out play us out routemax.com Beautiful. Love yeah. it. Oh, that's jump on 75 we'll and come up to Chattanooga, Tennessee, and come say hello to everybody. You'd Absolutely. be very well received. Thank you, Dude, guys. Thanks for yeah. stopping by. You guys are awesome. Hey, the thanks, truth man. Yes. Yeah, thanks for what you're doing. Uh, amazing. And I yeah. just got to know you have over 3.2 million subscribers, and that's that's a great deal. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're coming up in the world. And growing. Man. Congrats, guys. Thanks, y'all. Thank, Thank you. you. We'll see you on the floor. Take it easy. All right, next up, we got a real, uh, we got a pretty special guest coming up. Yeah. Come on down. Oh, he's an OG. It's from traffic. The man from, from across traffic. the border. What's up, Chuck? Across the border. In Canada. We are first Canadian <laughs> ever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Hope I'm not going to get oh, lynched here. Oh, <laughs> So I've, I've got a Mr. Chuck Snow, though. Canada. That's a, Snow is an amazing well, last name to have for Canadian. Yeah, it's very fitting. For it's like Canadian, uh, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like Mexican drought or something. Yeah, Chuck drought. So Mil is Milton, is that Toronto? Yeah, it's, so you it's, know, it's a western fringe town of, gotcha. of Toronto. Gotcha. It used to be farm country, but now it's all getting... Yeah, I yeah. imagine so. Toronto's really, yeah, it's like like the fastest growing city in Canada, or is that? Oh, by far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah everybody wants to come to Toronto. Yeah, uh, there's lots of places. I've seen a lot of Canada. I've driven to Alaska and back a few times. So, so you had to go through a lot of Canada to get I there. I have seen a lot of Canada. <laughs> it's an awesome country, cool Thank people. You. Thank so you. give us an idea. Tell us your CEO traffic. Sir. I'm the founder and CEO. Excellent. We are 40 years old. Wow. Uh, I started this company uh, in 1979. I started way back uh, 45 years ago as an owner operator. I uh, couldn't get a job driving a truck because I didn't have any experience. So I had yeah. to buy one. Yeah. And uh, I bought a truck. And this, luckily, I got a break and I bought a truck that was leased on to what we called a gypsy company in those mm -hmm. days. We didn't have licenses. And what we used to do was rent our trucks to the shipper. Wow. And that's how we got around it. And I saw so many inefficiencies in the systems that I thought this needs to be disrupted even more. And the people that took me in that were kind enough, they were, they were smart guys, but they didn't quite get it. Yeah. Uh, so things need to be taken out of the basement into the boardroom. And that's why we formed traffics in 1979 Wow. was to just elevate the whole, this whole thing with freight brokerage, which we are, that's me, you know, traffic runs a, a small fleet, but our main business is um, third party, party freight yeah. brokerage yeah. in the United States and in Canada. And that's why I'm here at the show is to meet our carriers. We do a lot of work domestically in the U.S. as well as cross-border and domestic Canada. And 
you know, and I, I'm seeing more and more efficiencies being made in the trucking industry, especially in the last 10 years with some of the technology. Oh, yeah. I listened to, you know, three of your guests, uh, I was sitting there listening and my jaw's dropping at how, yeah. you know, yeah. you're saying how far technology's come since you yeah. drove a truck six years ago. You got, <laughs> so I've got 79. Yeah. You got it. Well, think back 1974, I climbed yeah. into it tractor trailer yeah, for the that first was time. Yeah, power steering even, right? They're just coming out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and we've come so far. Yeah. You know, I remember, it's not that long ago, guys, where you would take a fistful of dimes and then a fistful of quarters and go trucking. Yeah. And you would call um, you know, from a pay phone and you would call your dispatch to get your, your load back. You'd call a customer to ask for directions because wow. the directions they gave you were from the other end of town, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. You know, we, we didn't have all these wonderful tools, you know, GPS systems and uh, all this wonderful technology that yeah. we do today. Productivity is pretty much through the roof. So tell me how many employees total in the entire traffic organization? Uh, without any truck drivers, uh, just including office staff and salespeople with all of our offices in the United States and Canada, we've got 340 employees wow. right now. That's a pretty good size. Yeah. It's, uh, and what's your reach in terms of Canada? Uh, well, we have a, uh, we reach all of Canada, obviously, but we have offices in Ontario and in Quebec. Uh, there's, we're looking at some other places, uh, on the West. We haven't made a decision yet. Most of the decisions are made in Ontario and Quebec and Canada. It's very centralized. What have you seen at GAT so far that's got you excited? I mean, I know you said just listening to what the truck, just being in the audience and experiencing all these sort of diverse people, like diverse technology people from well, diverse backgrounds, speaking about it. But what have you seen so far on the floor? You know what really impresses me is, is people that have – and you said it beautifully, um, so eloquently. But what makes this uh, this industry, you know, this profession so phenomenal right now, it's the mosaic of people yeah. that have come. You know, I, I just spoke to um, a gentleman that owns a, uh, a trucking company that we uh, that our brokerage house uses out of Montreal, um, and it's a U.S. carrier that specializes in shows. Uh, Clark, uh, they're a uh, show carrier, and the gentleman that is the third generation. He is the he's the owner. He spent time working in the uh, children's book industry. Hmm. Wow. You know, like <laughs> you talk about, but he brings a flavor and he brings an experience from, from a totally different uh, viewpoint. And, and those things, and people come from all sorts of industries and they get into logistics because logis logistics is so encompassing. Yeah. And, and it's made it so much better. You know, you got to remember when I got into trucking in 1974, there were, um, you know, there were dispatchers that had these great big bellies, um, you know, that were, <laughs> were miserable and yeah. the names were usually Al or Doug. And they, they got to go to that health, uh, the yeah. health section, yeah, 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 the whole trucker you know, health section here now. And these, and you know, and, and the, the freight salesmen at the time weren't much better, except they wore suits and they yeah. were, they were just miserable fitted suits. You know, and we didn't a have a polyester that just scratches. Yeah. You know? yeah. We Sounds like a turntable. Six days it. on the road. Yeah. You put like a needle on there. It's going to start playing a Led Zeppelin <laughs> song. You know what I'm talking about? You got it. We didn't have women in trucking. You yeah. Know? yeah. No joke. Was just, yeah. yeah. There was, you know, when you think of today's truck, the average truck has more technology. Like today has more technology than an entire large trucking company in 1974. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Um, it's like the, the we flew them to the moon on like a uh, on like a TX 100 calculator. <laughs> it was like it was of, like of eight, yeah. eight megabytes. Of I don't know. Yes, it was yeah, like it was that crazy. Nemo was more powerful. Exactly. You know, camera. we've come so far, and I think we're you know, and we're going to go so far. 
you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're nowhere even near where we're going. Because yeah, absolutely. Well, ship, I was going to say, shippers are getting smarter, too. So, like, when I was covering Falcon, we were talking about that. And when I was at that GM factory, I was talking to people there. And all of the people from Falcon, the executives who'd work with GM, said that every two years or every year, there would be all new management on the supply chain side because it was just looked at as a stepping stone. It was kind of like, you're a rookie if you're in supply chain. It wasn't taken seriously. That factory's closed. The smart companies are realizing that you need a CSEO. You need to leverage this technology, and you got to look at freight in a transparent way. you got to break down the silos and look at it beyond just 10% of cost, beyond just being a necessary evil, because it's the circulatory system, exactly. the lifeblood of your supply chain. It is. Yeah. That's, that's the whole thing, and it's not just a training ground for your, for your, C, uh, your C-suite. C-suite, yeah. It is... It's encompassing, and it's a it's a lifeline of of your business. So I'm seeing an awful lot of our client partners take it very serious, and we do not see. I've been dealing with some of the same people for 30 years. Now they've well, brought people in to train, but they're still there. So we do see a lot of that. But you're right; there are companies that just they look at freight as being a, a pain in the backside, and you know what? They get what they pay for. You gotta, you gotta embrace. Hundred percent. Embrace the freight. Is that that's yep. your new button? Embrace I love it. Man. Yeah. Hashtag you embrace, should, you know, embrace the, the freight. Yeah. Embrace the freight. <laughs> embrace the there freight. There you go. Chuck, Chuck, yeah, Lee. What do you have? Anything to leave us with? What do you What are you looking What are you looking to get out? Where can they find you out on the floor for the Gats attendee yeah. watching? Okay, they can catch me. At, yeah, I don't even know the name the number. It's traffic, so we have. <laughs> yeah. you can't miss if them. you look up, if you look and uh, see where the federal, it was in like the thousands, I think, right? No, two, uh, 1627 or something. Yeah, it was in the thousands. Yeah. There's four uh, digits. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you uh, if you go over where the uh, Federal Motor Carrier, uh, yeah. oh yeah, we're just the down. Wall the, man. Yes, we are just down the road from the Wall Man. We're in the same aisle. We always want to be where they are because yeah. we just get so much of their spin-off traffic. There yeah. you go. Or they get ours. Well, yeah. <laughs> congrats on the success. Thanks, man. Thanks so much for I stopping by. I love what by. you guys are doing. Yeah. Keep up the great work. As I always say on my podcast, catch you on the flip flop. There yeah. you go. Sure. We'll right. each other's shows. Take care. We'll talk more. Chuck's Take care. Go. There you go. All right. Well, man, that is a interesting collective of folks out there. That was and a great collective of folks. Let's move this over a little bit. I mean, bit. we haven't even let's space out a little surface. bit. Yeah, let's. One thing that you've been doing here, uh, yeah. when you haven't been taking squishy trucks, stress trucks off tables, I got you've man, been I'm you've here been espousing, you've been evangelizing sonar, and uh, yeah, you know, I wouldn't say to a fault, but you've been you've just it's like in your blood. You can't help but talk sonar, and I'm like, Kyle, we got to do what the truck. You got to remember, you're the co-host today. We got to bring people on the show. The we data is just too valuable, people. bro. It's too valuable to not share. But you it's, know what? I, I'm an evangelist, man. You know, I've got my, I've got my, I'm the shaman. I'm the freight shaman. Yeah. I'm out in the crowd telling well, people about, there's so much good news out there. People like bad news, which is understandable, but there's so much good news. Well, there's a reason we're about to go on the radar. And it's, we were on the road when this report came out on FreightWaves.com, but Craig Fuller had his market update and he was talking about something really interesting yep. and it's a not a freight recession but a freight recovery Kyle Cunningham you are the guest today Boom. love it love it so tell me all about this we saw the report okay. yeah. we're starting to see I mean you're even showing me this morning I was on the trend to. lines and you were like look at this growth man well as every sonar user should do Good best practice. Yeah. Before you do anything in the day, you should look at sonar first. Yeah. You should look at the outbound tender volume index of the USA first. And then you can kind of see, I like it, you know, I, I like to compare the outbound tender volume index, OTVI.USA, 
I like to liken that to like your Dow Jones Industrial Average or okay. your S&P 500 or your Russell 2000 or one of these big numbers that you can look at and immediately gather, oh, this is the health of the thing that I'm involved in today. So uh, currently today, the, the OTVI.USA outbound center volume, over 10,500. Wow. And the way to visualize this, 10,500, what is that? Loads a day? What is that? No, it's an index number. Yeah. So it's an index based from March 1st, 2018. Uh, 10,000 was the set point. Okay. So what that's implying is that from March 1st, 2018, a high level freight time period, we're now seeing it at 5% plus higher, which is, a, I mean, 5% in terms of the whole nation. Yeah. He's right. The freight recession is... Over. So why did people think, let's just set the table real quick, just gloss over it. Why did people think we were in a freight recession to begin with? What was so different about 2019 versus 2018, aside from 2018 being pretty epic, although the entire year was an yeah. epic, right? Because yeah. near the end, there actually was some downtrending going on. Well, okay, so right around December 30th yeah. of last year is when you started to see your outbound tender rejections go from a healthy carrier level, like yeah. plus 10%, to sub 10 and down, 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 down to at 4% on the number today. Okay. And so seeing the outbound rejections go down, what happened is that everybody, I mean, even myself included, I'm in freight again because of hearing freight, freight, freight. Yeah. Everybody was hearing about that. They got themselves either back in a truck, they got started driving again, the freight's moving. So there's a lot of capacity, and there still remains to be a lot of capacity. Um, that being said, knowing that there is specific regions that you can route yourself to to take advantage of this. That's why you got to have sonar. You got to be able to see, hey, where are those blue zones, right? And then run in blue to blue. We so talk about all the time. When did things start looking really bad? Well, I mean, and and go and, and get involved and get a live sonar demo, and we'll have one of our special guys, the, the sonar account execs, run you through how this is going to help you. But if you can visualize on a graph, essentially the outbound volume. Kirk Purcell did that in a minute. Kirk Purcell, look him up. Kirk Purcell is yeah. Captain Kirk. <laughs> Look up Captain Kirk. He Dude. did that in one minute. Kirk is the man. Yeah. He, so yeah, we, you can see that the volume levels pretty much you know, trend up while the outbound rejections just drop off a cliff. And that's basically due to the concept of, hey, there's a lot of trucks out there. I've been saying that, you know, in coming time with ELDs, there's going to be a lot of violations. Those yeah. violations are going to roll into higher insurance premiums. The higher premiums are going to remove that capacity based on the inability to literally keep the diesel tanks full. Okay. So, IMO 2020, you know what's funny? You know you're in freight when you go to type, I miss you to your wife. Yeah. And it autocorrects to IMO 2020. Yeah. Like, that's, that's how too much, much I've been talking That's, that's too much IMO 2020. <laughs> yeah, so. That's hard to So, what's good now? Why is, so why is everyone excited? What are we looking forward to? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, your day-to-day -day movements, uh, and I've got some notes here. you got to have some notes. Yeah, uh, sure. Your day-to-day -day movements looking good. I, as I said, the volumes are rising. Everything's looking good in terms of that. I think what you're seeing is a bit of a pre-push before Labor Day. Yeah. So, nothing goes up forever. I don't think we're going to see this huge volatility spike of up and down. The volume levels are most likely going to stay pretty, pretty high relatively. Yeah. Um, I think e-commerce has a lot to do with that concept of, you know, freight is going to move regardless. And yeah. if people have the ability to, the economy remains healthy, those small purchases. Even in a recession, you might see, obviously, like RV sales drop down, new home starts drop down. But that $15 purchase on Amazon, that's still going to be a box in a trailer on a truck. So, talking about today, what's happening? Yeah. Tulsa, Oklahoma, huge moves up today. 11% up. 
Um, so the, the basically one in 10 tenders being rejected. So uh, the reefer market in that area too as well. So it's a 26% increase to 29%. So what that basically is saying to simplify it, of all the refrigerated tenders in that area going out, basically yeah. one in three is being rejected, implying that carriers have way better options in their contract itself. So is this reverb of that push forward that happened last year, mm-hmm. and then instead of June, this is happening in August? Or is this a different sign? Is this an early peak season? Because peak season is coming up soon, too. People start bringing their shipments for the holidays. But then there was also the noise about the trade war, right? Yeah. Those tariffs that were coming in. So... Is all of this mixing together to create the uh, those the maize and the stew that we're seeing now, or, or where are we at? I think it's pretty overall positive. Um, I mean, you can, you have two perspectives, right? You've got doom, yeah, and you've got bloom. You've got sure. happiness. So, and we were talking about this earlier today that the concept of the psychology of trucking, how you can find yourself in this really downtrodden idea where I make forty cents a mile and my life's terrible, and or you could say I'm trying to get to where I make a dollar a mile. I'm yeah. trying to become a better, leaner operation. And the one way you can do that is by signing up with Sonar today. It's super easy. You can pretty much get involved right away and get your login right away. And then you're going to be able to see everything they were talking about. Kansas City, Missouri, same story, looking real good today. Wichita, Kansas, Joplin, Missouri. And, and these things, you know, being able to see what a good market is, it's not based on stuff that's 11 days old. Yeah. It's based on yesterday. And then with the lead time on these tenders, you can get an idea of kind of what's happened in regards to, should I cover now? Should I book now? Obviously, if you're sitting at a truck stop, you want to roll, you're going to book. But it's it's not just carrier focus. It's for brokers and shippers as well. It's for anybody. Yeah. yeah. Sonar's not a crystal ball. No. It's near real-time data to real-time data. I would, I would always be averse and be very... Um, conscious against trying to find a crystal ball yeah because it doesn't exist i know and it says as they're kind of selling you a little bit of snake oil but something that can enhance your thought process it can enhance your rubbing of the uh, the third nipple of asmerelda so can i rub your third nipple <laughs> can you tell i mean us? when in dallas man <laughs> when in dallas can you and everything's bigger in texas <laughs> can you can you tell do you think that this this positivity is this wave is going to ride us into peak season or do you think that will there'll be another downslope after do. the holiday well, here's the deal. If it, if it does happen, I mean, the whole thing, and not to get political, yeah. but Trump's election or re-election, that is, is riding on the fact that if the economy goes south, uh, it's going to be very difficult for him to be able to keep that. I think there's a lot of finagling in terms of being able to push freight in yeah. with, you know, fear. Tariffs are coming. Oh, wait, no tariffs. You know, so you say tariffs are coming. Everyone panics. Everything rushes in. And then I oh no no we're not going to do that. Well, so and it's also and you make a great point because there's yeah. a lot of people that will say like, look, I don't agree with everything he says. I don't agree with his morals. I don't agree right. with any of those politics. But you that's know fine. what? Yeah. Look at the Dow. And look at the economy. That's dude. I mean, no. Do I want to rock that. Like boat. I said, I, I'm not putting a MAGA hat on here or getting any you know no, in, not, into politics. I'm not saying you are. But by the way, I've, looking, I haven't even seen a single MAGA hat on the floor. I haven't either. I don't know. I only see them on TV. I've, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen one in person. Yeah. Yeah. It's like well and. Trucking has been made great again. But yeah. talking about that last year, right? You can't run a marathon two days in a row. Yeah. You just physically can't. And so you Except can't. for us. We're going on a seven day marathon. I am. Of, yeah, of we'll what the trucking and Denvering and conferencing. At the Gaylord Rockies. We'll the Gaylord there. Rockies. If you're going to be there, please stop by. We're yeah. And if you can, just to. join us on the live stream. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, so 4% growth plus last year. You, you know, a marathon sprint. 
the best year in trucking ever. Hopefully every driver out there who's listening did extremely well. And then to see what happens this year, just because it's a downturn from all-time highs, if you go inside Sonar and look at the concept of your rates over the last six, seven years even, yeah, you're going to see the rates elevated now above 14 and 15. Yeah. So if you take uh, the 2018 peaks and smooth that out, nothing too crazy is going on. The people that couldn't put the money away. Now, granted, if you're making a ton of money, you're spending it as fast as you got it on Chrome and, yeah. and new speakers for the rig. $130 knives on the uh, Gats floor. $130 <laughs> knives. This is why I pick up the free stuff. All the free yeah, stuff. Squishies. Squishies for days. All right, so Kyle, how can listeners find you? You're not always a co-host on here, so how can they reach out? Yeah, so it's Kyle Cunningham, LinkedIn, kcunningham at freightways.com. Um, you'll be seeing a lot more of me in regards to doing uh, sonar-based content. What, uh, what I'm going to be focused on in, in the coming days is uh, essentially building the outreach and, and making it so anybody who wants to get involved has the availability to do so. Sales at Freightways.com, they're going to be able to help you out. Um, like I said, LinkedIn, go to Freightways.com forward slash sonar. You're going to be able to request a demo. We're going to get one of our guys, and, and they are awesome. Yeah, check it's, out his other show, Night Shift. Yeah, it's kind of fun when you submit a demo, and I highly suggest you do, because you never know who you're going to get. You, you know, never know. The request comes in, it gets put in a, uh, in a churn, and our man Kent Baker, the man, yeah. He sends them out. So, Kent, if you're watching, if you're listening, thanks for everything you do, man. It's really happy. We're holding it down in Texas yeah. for you, brother. Yeah. You can find me at Timothy Dooner on Twitter. You can find this show, this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere podcasts are heard around the world. But you can also watch us now. You can watch us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, just like Freight Waves channel. You'll get a notification when we go live. If you hit that bell, you'll get an even louder one on ding, YouTube, ding. right? You get the ding, ding. We're having a great time here. We'll be coming back to you tomorrow, the next day from Colorado. If you're here at Gats, find, find us. us. We're, we're a lot friendlier than we look. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll Wearing have, all black. Yeah, we'll have you on the show. we got cowboy boots and big bells. We make a lot of noise, and we bring a lot of volume, and we bring a lot of energy. So we're going to plow it here because we've got a lot more to do on the floor. i got to go get some more to see. We're going to save some energy for tomorrow, so let's turn this on. You know what you can do? You can turn your cowbell against human trafficking. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Bang your cowbell for traffic. Yes. Bang your cowbell for the other. Oh, it's transfix. Transfix. Bang your cowbell for Gilbert Aspatia, and it's not simple technology. No, it's pretty complicated. It's complicated huh? technology. Man, thanks for joining. Thanks for watching. You've been See watching. You next time. What the truck? Boom. I like that pull down, man. Giving us a little street cred here, too, with that real trucker vibe, man. Living the dream. Live casting inside the big golden dome, man. How do they make that building glow green, by the way? I don't know. Oh, that's really, let's go find out. All right. All right, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Take care.